Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances. Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline HQ in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 plus years now of being your inside look into the world of Boxing and mixed martial arts. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you happen to be listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Worldwide, what's happening? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. We're going to talk boxing, of course, primarily today because the MMA world has sort of gone on a hiatus. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But, of course, the MMA world and the UFC are hurting for stars. But tonight, Danny Garcia. That's right, Danny Garcia, not Mikey Garcia. That's right, Earl Spence's last opponent was Mikey Garcia. You might get confused. They're not related, but Earl Spence always wants to beat up on guys that are smaller than him and named Garcia. In this case, it's Danny Garcia, the former junior welterweight champion, moving up to 147 pounds and taking on Spence, of course, undefeated, the kid from Dallas, Texas, having been thrown out of a car at 115 miles per hour, of course, in last December 2019. There were severe injuries. I think he's damaged goods, but we'll see what happens when he steps in the ring. And, of course, pay-per-view, him and Danny Garcia coming to you live, I think, from Dallas, Texas, of course, only on pay-per-view. Premier Boxing Champions want to mention them. And, of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Last week, Billy Joe Saunders walked through Martin Murray. Of course, Martin Murray is like 39-6. and six. Five of those six losses have been the world title attempts. So guys like the David Vetter of the 2000s. Straight up, I'll talk about David Vetter a little bit more in the show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming up. The PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. We'll hear from both Danny Garcia and Earl Spencer, and of course, Tyson and Jones. The debacle one week later. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 5912 Right now, the Home Depot is home of smart home gifts for smart home gift givers. Like the Ring Indoor Camera, Ring Outdoor Camera, and Ring Video Doorbell. Plus, right now, get free shipping on any smart home gift purchases over 45 bucks. The top names in smart home at the best name in home improvement. That's smart gift giving. Improved. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only. See store for details. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. It was 1973. I'm working at the San Francisco Barber College on 6th Street, down, of course, in the uh, Wino area of town. Now it's a step up, but the bottom line is it was sort of skid row back in the day. So I'm working there because my uncle owned the Barber College. Of course, later I would become a barber for a couple of years prior to joining the police department. But anyway, so I'm working there as a cashier and cleaning the place up, this and that, and guess who walks in? But then United States heavyweight wrestling champion Pat Patterson with his blonde bleached hair and the whole nine yards. I was like blown away. I was like 15 years old going, whoa, it's Pat Patterson. Holy cow. So anyway, Pat Patterson comes in. Uh, he's with this guy named uh, his, his, his husband for like 
I don't know, like, like 40 years they were together. 40 years together. His name was Louis Mandavo, I believe, off the top of my head. Anyway, the bottom line is, um, Louis was a barber and he was looking to bring some recruits or recruit some, uh, apprentices to, you know, to sign into his new shop. He was opening up a new shop. And of course, Pat Patterson was the money behind that. And of course, Louis was a smart, smart businessman. No doubt about that. But Pat, of course, went on from San Francisco into Cow Palace. where it all sort of started for him. He was the headliner out here with people like Ray Stevens and, and Rocky Johnson, Rocky Soulman Johnson, the father, of course, the rock, Dwayne Johnson and Pepper Gomez and people like that, Moondog Man. But the bottom line is Pat Patterson, he was probably the best worker of the 1970s. When I say the best worker, he could make me look good. He could make Scott Cuddy look good in a ring. I mean, he was just one of those guys that can make the other guy look good and made it all believable. Anyway, he moves on to New York, signs with Vince McMahon, of course, uh, has an epic battle, and it was a pretty good battle for a wrestling match. I'm telling you, that street fight he had with Sergeant Slaughter, that was like, yikes, oh, pretty close, as close to the real deal as you're ever going to get in a professional wrestling match. Anyway, that and his inter- intercontinental title claim, of course, in, San, in, in New York City under the WWE or the WWF banner back in the day. Anyway, the bottom line is, he retired several years ago, I think in the 80s, and of course he went on to work for the WWE for a long time, was involved in that Ring Boy scandal. But you know, I remember him when he told me like this. He says to me, hey, do you got a girlfriend? And I'm saying, huh? I said, no, get this. He goes, yeah, do you got a girlfriend? I said, uh, not now, why? Something like that. He goes, but he asked me. I mean, why would he ask me if I had a girlfriend? Well, it turns out later, I realized then, the bleach blonde hair, the fact that he was with Louie and this stuff, he was gay. And it was sort of tough to tell anybody because when I went out to the neighborhood, back to the hood, and I tried to explain this to guys, they looked at me like I was out of my mind. I'm serious. I mean, like I was tarnishing the image of Pat Patterson. I said, I'm not tarnishing his image. He's gay. And they're going to me, you're all, you're full of spit. Anyway, of course, the big movie comes out later and does a movie for the WWE. Yeah, I was gay for a long time and nobody knew it. Everybody knew it in San Francisco. And of course, he lived out on 32nd Avenue, 32nd Lawton, I believe, here in the Avenue. Straight up, him and Louie, may they both rest in peace as Pat Patterson passed away this year, this week, at the age of 79. Now, we take it from Pat Patterson, we take it and keep it in the Big Apple. Of course, we talk about the Bronx. We bring in the Bronx Palmer, Mr. Socrates Palmer himself. And Sock, how the heck are you today? I'm doing fine, Pedro. How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. Of course, we are just a few hours away from Danny Garcia and Earl Spence. The $64,000 question is, is Earl Spence really, I mean, is Earl Spence just, is he, is this, is he looking to beat up on another Garcia? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for the official weigh-in for the main event of the evening as Premier Boxing Champions presents the highly anticipated showdown between two of the best fighters in the world for the unified WBC and IBF welterweight championship of the world. This fight is promoted by TGB Promotions, Mandel Promotions, and DSG Promotions. And here is the challenger from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the renowned two-division champion of the world, Danny Swift Garcia. And now introducing the defending world champion from Dallas, Texas, the undefeated, reigning and defending WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world, the truth, Errol Spence Jr. All right, fans, here we go. Let's bring our main event fighters to the scale. 
Weight limit on this fight, 147 pounds. First, the challenger seeking to regain the welterweight crown in his 10th world title appearance, the former two-division world champion, Danny Swift Garcia. 146 and three-quarter pounds, 146 and three-quarters for the challenger, Danny Swift Garcia. And now, one of the stars of boxing today, in his fifth world title defense, the undefeated WBC and IBF welterweight champion of the world, the truth, Errol Spence Jr. One hundred forty-six and a half pounds. One forty-six and a half pounds for the defending champion. We have a fight for the WBC and IBF welterweight championship of the world. Two pro Sean both make weight. Uh, how much respect do you have, first of all, for the fact that Errol is going back in against competition as elite as Danny is? I have all the respect in the world for him. Uh, for getting back in the ring. Uh, and then obviously taking on the challenge and, and Danny Garcia right off the bat is, uh, he's trying to show how special he is. There they are, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view main event of the evening. The Truth, Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Swift Garcia for the unified WBC and IBF welterweight championship of the world. All right, we are joined alongside by Danny Swift Garcia from Philadelphia, PA. Danny, what did you take away from that final stare down with Errol Spence Jr.? You know, it's time to go. You know, the wait is done. The hard work is done. Now it's time to fight. It's time to eat and fight. How is it going down tomorrow night on Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view against Errol Spence Jr.? You know, I'm bringing my A game. You know, I'm, I'm hungry. I feel great physically, mentally, and now it's time to go. Good luck tomorrow, Danny. Thank you. Danny Swift Garcia joining us. And now I will come over to the unified welterweight champion of the world from right here in the Dallas area. Errol, the truth, Spence Jr., who has an undefeated record. Errol, the last time we saw you inside the ring was over 14 months ago. You've been through a lot during the course of that year plus. How are you feeling just one day away until your matchup at AT&T Stadium? I feel great. Been training hard. Been 100% focused. I'm ready to go come tomorrow night. A win over Danny Garcia tomorrow night on pay-per-view does what for your legacy? I mean, he's a great champion, so being somebody like Danny Garcia means a lot, but I'm not thinking about my legacy. I'm thinking about my career, and I feel like me just beating him and after my accident and beating, beating the guy with that type of level and his type of stuff that he achieved, I think it'd just be great. Well, good luck tomorrow, Errol. Thank you. You know, if I was beating featherweights 
And guys that like naturally weighed 10 pounds or 15 or maybe even with 20 pounds less than me, um, I don't think I would be getting accolades, but yet Earl Spence is getting accolades. Last time out, he took on Mikey Garcia, of course. Mikey Garcia, a lot smaller than Danny Garcia, but he was a lightweight. Now he's uh, taking on Danny Garcia, who's a junior welterweight. I think it's because he, he doesn't want to go in too deep because of the fact he got in this car accident in last December. Sock, is this a safe fight for him? Is that essentially a safe fight? Does it sound like a safe fight? No, I don't think it's a safe fight. I okay. think Danny Garcia is a very credible opponent. Okay. Um, you know, kudos for his camp, putting him in against a live person. They could easily taken uh, one of their uh, trial horses from PBC, who's also fighting on the card, Jose Cito Lopez, somebody like that. <laughs> you know, they, you know, I I, t- I give him credit. And as far as you know, in the press conference, I mean, I mean the, in the weigh-in yesterday, sorry, um, they were talking about legacy. Danny Garcia's legacy to me is on the line because. Danny's had a really nice career. I mean, a career that a lot of fighters would sign up for in a heartbeat. Two-time world champion, and he's made some money, and more importantly, he's kept most of his money, from what I understand. And he's never been hurt. Never, exactly. He's never taken a beating. And the only time he really kind of underperformed against a fighter that he, that he wasn't supposed to struggle against was uh, Marisa Herrera, and he got booed out of Puerto Rico. And he hasn't fought there ever since. Since then, it's been Danny has, how can I say, he's almost been content to to go the distance. I I, I haven't seen that hunger since when he took care of Lucas Matisse in a a fight going in that Matisse was was a monster. He was beating everybody, and he was an underdog. And he, he shut Matisse's eye up, dropped him, and won an easy decision. Does Danny Garcia... Is he happy, you know, in, in the silk pajamas that he's wearing? Or does he want to stamp himself into Canastota? I think if he beats Errol Spence, it does a lot for him. It's a winnable fight. As, as we've said this months ago, Pedro, we don't know what kind of uh, shape Errol Spence's body's in. You know, he looked great, you know, but I don't know. I, I find it odd. The weigh-in was kind of early, about 1 o'clock. You know, here in New York, it's normally at three. I'm, I'm not certain what the protocol is in Texas. You know, maybe there's a reason behind that. There is you no know. protocol in Texas. There never has <laughs> been. What are you talking about? <laughs> are you trying? Are you questioning? The, do you remember the, the time they? Do you remember the time they couldn't drug test Julio Caesar Chavez because they couldn't find the cup? Do you remember that one? They go, yeah, we didn't do a post-fight drug test because we didn't have a cup available. That was a, that was the Texas Athletic Commission statement. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> who, who, who's the com- is the commission? Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Dickie calls. Son. I don't. Know, Dickie. Dickie right, calls right, Cole. retired. Uh, right. Dick. Dick yeah. calls. Dick calls retired. Of course, his son Lawrence Cole. Don't call him Larry. You want to see a guy get mad? Call him Larry. Call Lawrence Cole Larry. I'm telling you, his hair will stand up on end. Anyway, those are the Cole family. Dickie Cole, of course, still alive and well down there in Texas. The athletic commission director there for about 20 years. He did some good things. A good guy. I, I love being around him at the WBC conventions around the world and that kind of good stuff. But Dickie had his own rules. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're back with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, after the break. We don't back down from nobody. Hold on, hold on. We can take it in the street if you want to.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You think you won the fight? Yeah, but I'm good with a draw. Why? Because I entertained the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. One and a quarter million people paid 49 bucks or 50 bucks to watch Mike Tyson and Roy Jones do an exhibition last week. What can I say? Um, is there a sucker born every minute? There was last Saturday night because I didn't think it was worth forty nine ninety nine. I watched a little bit later on YouTube and I didn't see the entertainment value. Although I understand how some people can be looking back and reaching back because I'm always reaching back. I'm always listening to old music, that kind of good stuff. So I'm a throwback. I'm a reach back. Um, what did you take from last week's exhibition, Mr. Socrates Palmer? I think you said it best. It was a, it was a trip. Down memory lane, you know, um, it was, it, I'll be honest with you. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought that the undercards were pretty good. Um, 
and just the event of seeing Mike Tyson in a ring. Uh, I mean, I'm 43, so it, it's, it's, it was a piece of my childhood. Uh, Roy Jones, um, you know, his body has seen better days, but we all know Roy's not a heavyweight. <laughs> you know, it's like at one point, I mean, I would do sit-ups with a, a poster from KO Magazine looking at Roy Jones. Like that, that to me, I thought that was the perfect body, especially for my height, ripped at 168. You know, sign me up, man. And I never got to it, but, you know, that was what I was aspiring to be. I thought it was fun. You know, you know and uh, had no problem with it. You know what they used to call a um a, a Mexican heavyweight about fifteen years ago? A fat middleweight. Exactly, and that's what Roy <laughs> Jones was—a fat middleweight. So give Jones some props. I mean, here's what's up. I thought that Tyson was going to go out there and be an animal, but he smoked some weed before the fight or before the exhibition, which is really cool. It mellowed him out. Cuddy got all freaked out about that. He goes, oh, he couldn't believe it. He smoked weed before. I couldn't believe it. Well, it was an exhibition. He didn't have to take a drug test. This wasn't a real fight. This was like a show. And he put on a show, and he and Roy Jones put on a show. Of course, uh, who was this guy on the undercard? This guy, Jake Paul. This, talk to me about this YouTube thing, because other people are talking about him. I just found out about the Paul brothers uh, early in the year. Um, yeah. They are YouTube huge. Yeah, they are... Content creators, as is the buzzword, um, they have become famous. They're almost like the, the male version of the Kardashians. And um, poor Paris. Nate Robinson, former New York Nick, uh, he, he, became, he became food for the Internet trolls. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, you know, I give Nate Robinson a lot of credit, you know, for putting on the gloves, you know, and not everyone would do that. And, you know, he... Paid the price, and he is now uh, a meme. <laughs> you, you know, I, I'm gonna be, I'm, but he must. How can I put this? Um, he must have realized that you know, like Marvin Gaye. I don't know if I told you a story, of Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye was smoking weed in Detroit and having a good time and hanging around Motown and then going downtown to various gyms. And Emmanuel Stewart saw him in the '60s, and um. He was smoking weed in the gym, smoking weed in the gym, and he said he wanted to become a heavyweight contender or a middleweight contender. He wasn't sure whether he was in challenge for the heavyweight championship or the middleweight championship. This is Marvin Gaye. So anyway, Marvin gets in there sparring, and some dude puts Marvin to sleep. And I mean, exactly. Like 10 minutes later, he wakes up, man. Like, well, where am I? You're in Motown. Bottom line is, uh, that was the end of Marvin Gaye's career, and I think that's the end of Nate Robinson's career. Another athlete who thought that, that boxing was just training. Yeah, bro. It's a lot different, you know, when they're hitting you back, you know. Every I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of guys that look excellent hitting the punching bag and pad work, but you know, just and I heard Teddy Atlas say earlier in the week, it's it's really about being cool under pressure and and and, and controlling your nerves because you saw the way he fought, you know, he rushed in, he didn't know how to react when someone hit him back and, and that's what that, that's like anything, even even like street confrontation. The guy that's cool and comfortable, you know, fighting is going to normally win, you know, because because the biggest opponent you have is yourself at the end of the day. Because, I mean, in a one-on-one situation, unless you're stupid enough to get into a, an altercation with a trained killer, I've never seen a man eat another man, you know? So once you conquer that fear, everything else kind of just, okay, it's either who wants it more, and unfortunately Nate wasn't able to 
have that balance, and of course the skill wasn't there. And yeah, but we got hit. On, he got he got hit on the point of the, you know. I mean, he got knocked out. It was That's no doubt about head. it. But but I, I'll tell you about that that street fight stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you just you got to know you you got to know when to pick your shots. You got to know when to obviously you know you don't pick on a killer and things like that. But you got to right, know when to right. pick you got to know when to pick your shots and. And I, I, I mean, I was always of the opinion, and even when I was a cop and I got into a, like a rumble with these bigger guys, these small guys, I would just hang on to them for like 60 seconds. Myth that, maybe 35 or 40 seconds, and they would be so gassed out it was over. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, most street fights end, end that way, you know, I mean, brawling and stuff, and just keeping cool. Just keeping, know? man, I, I remember one time some guy was throwing, it was a woman, she threw me through some sheetrock, you know, you know how a wall is sheetrock? She threw me through some sheetrock, my shoulder, she threw me so hard, the Samoan lady threw me so hard out on 47th Avenue in San Francisco, she threw me so hard into a wall that my shoulder went in and cracked the sheetrock, put a hole in it. Shoot. Yeah, I was arrested. Wow. She called me. She was all bloody. She called me. She, they were arresting her husband for domestic violence, and we were arresting him. So when I went to put the cuffs on him, I needed two pairs of cuffs because the guy's, you know, was so big, right? So I'm going to get the second pair of handcuffs, and then she realizes her man is going to jail, and then she takes it out on me, man. And, and there was a, hey, and I don't want to knock female cops, but I'm gonna at this point in time, because there was a female policeman standing there with me, and she did nothing. She did nothing. She did n- absolutely. She did nothing. I won't mention her name, but she did absolutely nothing. She froze up on me. It was it was horrible. And I told her, shoot her. That's what I told her, shoot her, because you know this lady threw me into the wall. Was drugs? I mean, this was crazy. She did nothing. She didn't even call for backup. Anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, back to wow. the Pat Patterson thing. Could you see how I was conflicted there, knowing that Pat was gay, and then I was going to see him at the Cow Palace, and my friends were thinking he's the toughest guy in the world, and he was the toughest guy because he was wrestling and this kind of stuff. But you see where I was sort of conflicted there. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, wrestlers are the closest thing to real life superheroes that we have, you know, and, and especially when you're younger. Yeah, I mean, it's, and then to kind of say that you were naive, maybe in a little stalk, uh, awestruck, is it safe to say? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then to have that conversation with your boys, you know, that somebody was asking, uh, ch- you know, m- maybe checking you out. <laughs> I just thought it was, I thought it was a little unusual. He, he, he asked me if I had a girlfriend. I'll never forget where he was sitting, the whole nine yards, that kind of good stuff. And I was like 13, 14 years old. I mean, why is this guy asking me if I have a girlfriend? And that's what I was trying to see. You know, anyway, bottom line was, I figured it out later, him and Louie and this kind of stuff. But may he rest in peace. He was a great worker. Absolutely. He was one of the great workers. He's the guy that came up with the, uh, the Royal Rumble. People think the Royal Rumble was a yes. Vince McMahon idea, but it was actually the 18 man battle royal put together by Roy Shire out here in San Francisco that Pat- Patterson developed the idea off of. Interesting. That I didn't know about uh, about the origin of it, but I mean, yeah, I mean, battle royals were always around. Um, Pat Patterson's a legend, man, and and he really was Vince's right hand man, and and from everything I hear and read, he, you know, he helped develop storylines and and just was a. Vince's soundboard. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. But let, let's be honest. Let, time out, time out, Sock, before I let you go. I, we also got to mention the fact that he was involved in that sexual ring boy scandal where he was telling those boys to do this to him and they was doing this to those boys and that kind of good stuff. And, and that wasn't cool. Not at all. Not at all. And it, it's amazing. I mean, and he still hung around. I mean, that happened, what, about 20 years ago? And he, and he still had a job with WWE up until... Like, a year ago, two years ago? Sock, that's so. because he had pictures of Vince McMahon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Socrates Palmer, have a great weekend. I thank you so much for your presence here each week. Thank you, my brother. 
Thank you for the platform. All the best. Have a great weekend. The one, the only, boxing's two PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, we're talking mixed martial arts and boxing, of course, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. We're playing this song for our house's store in Billow. Today, you're celebrating six years of being clean. 
I'm talking about being sober. Right on. He walks like a man. I'm talking about our house historian, Billow. Straight up, Billow tells us on December 5th, 1947, in New York City, Joe Lewis beat Jersey Joe Walcott, retained the world heavyweight title over 15 rounds. 1949, Ike Williams, of course, beat Frankie Dawson, retains the world lightweight title. That was in Philadelphia. Mike Tyson. Wow, Mike Tyson. Holy cow. Well, never, oh, Mike Tyson, we're going to say, the exhibition last week, he's going to try to do it again. And I'm against that. I don't think we should be having the Mike Tyson show all over the world. I really don't. I mean, if he wants to do it and just go make private appearances, that's sort of cool. But as far as a pay-per-view ripoff is concerned, I don't think people should pay for it again and again and again and again. Because the obvious thing here is they're going to build to a, a Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield uh, exhibition. That's what this is going to build to. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind it's going to build to that. And, of course... Do we really want to see those guys duke it out? Because they're not going to duke it out for real. You saw the way that Mike Tyson played that exhibition thing the other day. I mean, I thought he was going to come out like a killer and try to eat Roy Jones for breakfast. Of course, like eat one of his, you know, like you talk about eating uh, your children and that kind of good stuff. Talk about Lennox Lewis eating Lennox Lewis's children. I thought he would come out and like be an animal, but he got mellow, smoked some weed beforehand, went out there and you know just played around with Roy Jones. I thought that for the mo- for the most part that Mike Tyson was control that eight round exhibition, but that's because he was a heavier guy and the, the naturally bigger guy of course coming in looking pretty good but then again i'm over the opinion that he was taking the opinion that he was taking flintstone vitamins for this when i say flintstone vitamins of course i'm thinking about maybe a little bit of testosterone and maybe 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 a little bit of human growth hormone stuff like that why do i say that because he was able to roll back the clock i mean physically he looks a lot younger than he does 53 years old but give him props he looked pretty good roy jones of course came in with a a bit of a uh midlife crisis as far as his belly was concerned. He didn't look all that good. Of course, weighed in close to around 210 pounds. At the end of the day, Roy went to distance. Roy made some money. Roy didn't get hurt. And of course, I guess that's the good thing about it. Roy didn't get hurt. Kansas City, 1975, double attraction. Wow. Alfonso Zamora beat Socrates Batalo. Retains the WBA Bantamweight title. Socrates, that one was for you. But the bottom line is, he beat Socrates Batalo on this day in 1975. Wow, holy cow. Zamora was probably one of the most exciting fighters there ever was. When you talk about the Battle of Z-Boys, of course, when they hooked it up down there in L.A., there was just no better fighter, of course, at that one point in time than Alfonso Zamora. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. 1985, I want to mention this. Donald Curry cut down Milton McCrory. Milton McCrory, man, I was there. That was one hell of a fight, no doubt about that. But it happened real quick. I think he did it in a couple of rounds. Of course, the same arena where Donald Curry would get knocked out by Mike McCallum. Everybody said, oh, yeah, 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 Mike McCallum, he's going to be chalk for Donald Curry. I said, no, no, I don't think so. I brought my whole family down there, ex-wife, the whole nine yards. We all went. Of course, the fight was indoors at Caesars Palace. My stepfather, Grandpa was there, Grandpa Ramirez, and we had a great time. And I said to him, bet the house on McCallum. He's telling me, you want me to bet on a three-to-one underdog? I said, bet on McCallum, bet on McCallum. So the money went down to two-and-a-half-to-one on McCallum. McCallum won like a seventh-round knockout. But Mike McCallum, one of the most underrated fighters in the history of boxing, no doubt about that. A guy that won titles at 154. Hearns didn't want to fight him. You didn't see, you never heard Leonard wanting to fight him. I'm telling you, this was the guy that was ducked. Absolutely no doubt about it. Mike McCallum, the body snatcher at one point in time, he was a member of the Cronk Gym in Detroit, Michigan. 
They knew better than to put him in with anybody that was, you know, like Tommy Herndon didn't happen. Sugar Ray Leonard didn't happen. Roberto Duran didn't want no part of him. I mean, come on. Marvin Hagler didn't even want any part of him. Nobody wanted any part of the body snatcher Mike McCallum. Of course, he would eventually lose at 175 pounds, I think, to James Tony. And, of course, that was a bit of a questionable loss. But he was a guy from 154 to 175, the body snatcher rule. Now, let's get to the world of mixed martial arts. Not a whole lot happened in the world of USC. Of course, USC rocking and rolling last week. Ho-hum, 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 because there's no names anymore. They don't have any names anymore. The rest of the year is sort of like Joe Blow versus Jane Blow, if it would happen. Anyway, Anthony Smith beat Delvin Clark with a submission triangle choke in the main event. Of course, that was promoted to the main event when the main event fell out. It was the main event, of course, with heavyweights, but one of the guys tested positive for HIV, for a court COVID-19, and that was the end of that. Now, tonight on ESPN as well, December 5th, of course, this is the big day, as I said, Bill Ellisman's clean six years. We're going to celebrate that. And, of course, it's also the birthday of a couple of people that I know. And I want to mention that. Happy birthday to the people I know and listen to the show. But Jack Hermanson's in the main event tonight, uh, coming to you from Las Vegas against Marvin Vettin. Of course, this is going to go down on ESPN. Ovin St. Pru, a former uh, light heavyweight title challenger, now in a catchweight fight, 27.5 pounds, against Jamal Hill. I guess they're going to hook it up there at, at the catchweight, the lightweight, Triple, hmm, Gabriel Benitez is going to take on Justin Janus. Outside of that, no more names on the card. I mean, absolutely no names on the card because they've run out of names. I mean, let me tell you how, how hurting the USC is. The USC, um, a fortnight ago, this guy Delvins Figueroa defended the, uh, the, um, the flyweight championship. Of course, the flyweight championship happened to go to him after Henry Cudo. Henry Cudo basically told the USC to, you know, go stuff it. Because the USC wasn't paying Henry any kind of money. I keep telling you that the USC is the, the only, the biggest pimp in MMA. That's my, of my opinion. I want to get sued, but that's the way I feel. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Those guys are greedy. The people that run that corporation, now it's a corporation, of course, bought, uh, by the, bought, what, $4.2 billion, $4,200 million is what the place, the price went for last year, a year and a half ago. I don't think it's worth that. I don't think it'll return any type of investment for them, but the people that bought it seem to be happy. They're not moaning or griping as far as their investment's concerned, but straight up, they don't have any names. I mean, they're going to look to bring back, uh, Conor McGregor maybe against Dustin Poirier in another fight. Who wants to see that fight fight again? They fought once. I don't want to see them fight again. It's nothing going to change the second time again, unless, unless Conor McGregor's not in good shape. And of course, Conor, one of those guys like, maybe he's the Roberto Duran of, 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 of MMA in that, He's not in great shape two fights in a row. Sometimes he's in fantastic condition. Sometimes he's not in fantastic condition. Of course, he was gassing against Nate Diaz, and he came back and looked a lot better in the rematch. At the end of the day, Conor McGregor is still a big star in the world of mixed martial arts, even though I think he's, you know, another guy that shot his wad, passed his peak, no doubt about that, made that money with Floyd Mayweather, more power to him on that. But outside of that, what's he done lately? What have you done for me lately? Listen, I am a combat sports fan. Okay, I want to know what you've done for me lately. Earl Spence hadn't done nothing for me lately. He better do something tonight. He's undefeated. He's a guy going into this fight like a two and a half to three to one favorite. Um, Danny Garcia come moving up and wait. Of course, Garcia a bit economical when it comes to punching. That's probably going to be the difference if Danny is. <clears throat> how can I say this? Was willing to gamble a little bit more and throw a little bit more against a bigger guy. Maybe I would. You know, I do all kinds of things to try to offset. 
Earl Spence's advantages. Earl Spence is a great boxer. He's got the size on me. He's got the reach on me. Maybe he's probably, probably even faster than me, okay? So I'm probably going to try to stay away from that right hand, move to his right, and then step on his foot and jump on him. Ooh, is that dirty? No, no. Just a little tactic there. I would step on that left foot and make him look down. Make him think about it just for a second. You know, make him think for a second. And then hit him on the body, the arms. Just make some contact with a guy like Earl Spence, much like Roy Jones in his prime, Sugar Relander, guys like that, you're not going to, Floyd Mayweather, you're not going to outbox him. Forget it. You're not going to outbox him. But you have to, if you can throw their rhythm off, you have a chance to defeat them. When you think about Roberto Duran defeating Ray Leonard the first time around, Ray couldn't go out there and box. Duran took it away from him. When you take that away from somebody and make them fight your way straight up, of course, that's imposing you will be at combat sports or mixed martial arts. And tonight, Danny Garcia... I, I, I wish, I wish, I wish the brother from Philadelphia really, I, I wish him the best, okay? I really do. I think he's, he's got a good mind, good head on his shoulders. He and his father, his father's got an attitude. I love the fact his father has an attitude. I think that more fathers should have attitudes like that when it comes to their, comes to their kids. And he's taking good care of his kid as far as being a trainer, I think a manager. And of course, uh, a father. I mean, they still live together. That's a little weird. That's still a little weird. I don't want to live with my dad when I'm like 32 years old. I don't think that's too cool. But outside of that, Danny's got it going on. Made a lot of money. Put it all in real estate. Of course, it's all went up. So Danny's looking real good. Danny doesn't have to fight anymore. But is it greed, or is he going to take that crack at the gold at, at the gold ring one more time, a little bit more seriously than he's taken his career in the past? We'll see what happens. Of course, tonight. <clears throat> On pay-per-view from Las Vegas, and I think it's worth. I, I, I'm I'm sort of hesitant as to whether I want to spend that kind of money to watch a pay-per-view, but I will go over to somebody's house and watch it. I just won't pay for it myself. So, what I am recommending the pay-per-view, and of course, ending the year as far as the boxing world is concerned, a welterweight contest, two good fighters, no doubt about that. Earl Spence is supposed to roll. Now I'll say roll. He's supposed to beat Danny Garcia, but. Danny's got some shots, of course, because of the fact that Earl Spence was tossed out of that car at 105 miles per hour. Did I mention the fact that he had a $10,000 handgun with him? A $10,000. What is somebody doing with it? Cuddy, what's somebody need a $10,000 pistol for? Ten, I mean, what's the, I mean, $10,000. Didn't go out and buy himself a Derringer or anything like that. He went out and bought himself a $10,000 pistol, $125,000 car. He wrecks the car. I think he might have lost the pistol. Of course, he was driving under the influence and they get popped for that. But why the $10,000 pistol? That's the question nobody seems to ask of Earl Spence. Of course, let's talk about the heavyweights right now. We are just uh, a few days away from Joshua, Anthony Joshua, 2012 Olympic gold medals. Of course, he once beaten fighter that lost to Auntie Louise. I mean, good Lord. He lost to Auntie Louise. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Andy Ruiz. But Auntie Louise. I mean, he took the name from Johnny Ruiz. I used to give Johnny Ruiz that name. In fact, one time in a fight, I was yelling, Auntie Louise, Auntie Louise. And Johnny Ruiz stood up and waved. Oh, crap. I didn't know he was being clowned. Anyway, this is the new Auntie Louise. I'm talking about Andy Ruiz. That big fat dude, of course, that showed up at that fight. Showed up for training 317 pounds. There was pictures of him, uh, on the internet where there was white powder on a table in front of him. I'm not trying to say it was cocaine, but it didn't look like salt to me. Okay, just put it in there. It wasn't pepper. It was a white powder. So at the end of the day, Andy just abused the crown. He abused himself. And, of course, he, he, he lost so so terribly. And they went over there to Saudi Arabia. He lost so terribly to Joshua in the rematch. I mean, showing up and weighing in at 283 pounds. Do you realize if he was in any other weight class, he would have been ruled unfit to box? Think about that. That's the exception to the heavyweight division I got a problem with. If he was in any other weight class, he would have been ruled unfit to box because he would have been so overweight. I mean, pound for pound, it was just, it would have been gross. Okay? 
283 pounds would he weigh in? He should be arrested for that. Of course, now he's got Canelo. Canelo's going to be his guy as far as his mentor, his guiding light, and all that kind of good stuff. <clears throat> good luck with that, pal. Um, I think that I think that Andy Louise or Andy Louise, I think he'll be broken in about 10 years. He's one of those guys just going to blow up the money. Now, Canelo Alvarez, of course, what are they going to do with Canelo Alvarez? Is he going to fight Billy Joe Sanders, who was a winner last week? Of course, I mentioned that over Martin Murray. And I also mentioned David Vetter. David Vetter, of course, out of San Jose, California, he was 23 and 25. The reason why I bring him up, he fought in the 90s, is that he got five world title shots. And the reason why he got five different world title shots at five different times was that he couldn't win. You hear what I'm saying? That's sort of the way they did Martin Murray last week when they put him in with Billy Joe Saunders. Of course, Martin Murray, like 39 and 6, five of those six losses were in uh, so-called world title fights. Anyway, now Billy Joe Saunders, the WBO 168-pound champion, has decided he's going to fight Canelo Alvarez. He's going to fight some some guy named Parker. He's going to fight Demetrius Andrade, of course. They need a super fight. Canelo needs a super fight. He is a super fighter. Of course, Calabrant uh, Plant, they're going to hook that up. Of course, that's going to go on the 19th. Am I real excited about that? Mm, I'm excited to get Canelo back in the ring. I mean, he's in shape. He's been training. He's not like Roberto. Sorry, Roberto, but he's not like Roberto. He stays in shape year-round. I mean, he looks good. He looked good two months ago. He looked like he could fight like in a week. So when they announced this fight and he had six weeks to go, and I saw some pictures of him, I said to myself, He's a dedicated young man, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, he, he brings a different, a different vibe to Mexican boxing because, you know, guys like Julio Cesar Chavez, I don't know if you saw the latest Chavez Chronicles, he did them in Spanish, I believe. And somebody told me it might have even been on Netflix, but I saw it on YouTube, where he's copying the fact he had all those cocaine problems. I mean, he said that he would spend days all alone snorting cocaine all by himself. Well, that's the way you do cocaine, I guess. At the end of the day, he got to clean himself up. His son, of course, had a coke issue. Speaking of Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., he was the winner last week. Fought a guy that was um okay. But the, at the end of the day, he's still Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., and he couldn't fight a lick if you wet his tongue. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Anytime I have to play taps on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, it's because somebody close to us has left the house, left the building. Of course, I'm talking about the Godfather's sister. I'm talking Larry Merchant. Of course, his sister, Ellen Merchant, passed away this past week at the age of 83, six months after some surgery. Um, obviously, she didn't fully recover, but she was a strong woman. She was single. She did her own thing. She talked, she called her own shots, much like the male ver, the female version of Larry Murch. She's just telling it like it is. That's the way Larry sort of described his sister to me. So may she rest in peace. But today our show is dedicated to Helen Merchant. Ellen Merchant. Why do I mess? I always mess up the Godfather's names. Anyway, Ellen Merchant, may she rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing, MMA, MMA, of course. We're just hours away. From the Spence and Garcia pay-per-view showdown, is it worth buying? I think it's worth buying. Of course, the WBC and IBF welterweight titles on the line. Outside of that, the USC is going to rock and roll on ESPN. Of course, that's a pretty good way to go. <coughs> Oleg Usek definitely looks like he's out with his the newest promoters. Of course, the guy that was a rage at cruiserweight as a boxer, undefeated, moved up to heavyweight and sort of became sort of average. Anyway, bottom line is he's going to leave. K2 promotion, K2 promotions, of course, that was the Klitschko brothers. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. We come to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, of course, live on a thousand other internet platforms. But you can also catch us on iTunes, 
Google, anywhere you get your podcast, you can check out Ring Talk Worldwide, especially Anchor FM. At the end of the day, the executive producer is one and the only Scott Cuddy. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and there's a million things you can be doing right now. But the fact you're listening to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget, our next show, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline. It's Ring Talk. Oh, oh, oh.